Welcome to Our Imperfect Life, the podcast addressing the unscripted reality of daily life. Now, here are your hosts, Rob and Patricia. Well, hello there. Hi, Rob. Yes, it is episode 19 19. of Our Imperfect Life. My name is Rob. And I'm Patricia. And it's great to have you with us today. Absolutely. We are still living in, uh, I guess, what would you call it, Patricia? Quarantine. But what's the cliche now that's become a cliche? Unprecedented times. Definitely unprecedented. I thought you were going to say new normal. I cannot stand that. And I don't know why I can't stand that term. I'm sorry if anybody's using it. Well, it's a new normal for them to use it. I guess it's a new normal, but I don't I don't know how you can get a new normal when everything's still up in the air. And it is. At least from where we are, I know different parts of the country and different parts of the world mm-hmm. are still uh, doing their portion. But uh, So right now where we are, um, all the schools are closed and they will be closed until hopefully they'll reopen in September. All non-essential businesses are closed. Uh, most people are working from home. If you go into a grocery store, you need to wear a mask. Uh-huh. Today well, we were talking, and, you know, for those who listen to us um, every week, we kind of, like, had to skip a few weeks just to get our bearings straight. I think what I like to call this is, like, kind of we're all in the same storm. Uh-huh. Not necessarily the same boat. Because our life is different than your life would be. Um, You know, the things that we're navigating. So we're kind of in a different boat, but we're all in a huge, the same huge storm. We've been in kind of a boat I like to call, um, we have the luxury of being able to work at home Mm -hmm. in in the jobs that we're doing. And at the same time, as Patricia mentioned, the schools are closed, at least for the rest of this academic year where we are. So we've become part-time teachers and that has literally also. been hell it, it has i'm you not know, going if to you're a teacher around it i mean it, it's tough to do both at the same time well i guess um, in, in breaks whenever you get a break of what you're doing you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you uh but i mean pretty much they're geared to do what they're doing for the day but if they have a question here and there and we only have one one some people have what three i don't know how four they do kids it. um god and bless if you're them. a teacher out there i'll tell you you uh you need curbside service. <laughs> you go do whatever you got to do. <laughs> and I am in full agreement of that. Oh my goodness gracious, she's tough. Um she so for the first I can't even like everything seems like a blur, but for the first couple weeks For the first few years we've been doing this. <laughs> no, for the first couple weeks though, I um and I was made for this. I was made to be a mom and I was made to, you know, do this. Or at least I thought I was, because I am definitely not cut out for this at all. And um, I hope that, you know, I get a substitute in or something. But but anyway, so I did. So so I sent out the SOS because I really, I didn't know what I was doing wrong. Um, I had a little bit more flexibility in my job um, as far as when I could work. So I was working nights mostly, mm-hmm. you know, doing my work. And then schooling, her, schooling Hannah during the day. So... It's like we're working like a prison shift. You're, I'm working days, you're working <laughs> yeah, nights, and then but we were, we're reversing on... But we were trying to make it work, so... Yeah. But it was tough. And she, for a child who absolutely adored school, 
since preschool, you know, since she walked in when she was two and a half years old mm-hmm. until like now seven years old, seven and a half years old, she absolutely despises school. Right so now. So that was so devastating. And I think it was a lot of anger. Yeah. It's because, you know, kids are in the same boat yeah. that we are as, as humans. And they and- don't know how to express it. Um, so we had a, like a lot of conversations about it. And in the meantime, thrown into all of this, a loved one of ours got very sick and not with the virus, but, um, but we did have to take them to the hospital. They had a hospital stay for a length of time. There was a lot of concern with Hannah that she was, you know, going to get the virus or, you know, Rob and I were going to get the virus. So there was a lot of talking about that. So I think that a lot of that was thrown in, uh, not seeing her friends, um, not the work. I mean, she's, she's bright. So I don't think it's the work, but I think more initially, of... I think initially what happened, if I, if I may uh, jump in for a second, is when this first started, it was kind of like, a, well, we think it's going to be like a couple of weeks. Yeah. That's kind of what they said. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't really a formal package coming from the schools. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. kind of a, hey, let's find this, or hey, there you go, that's educational. And we were still trying to keep her in that, uh, mm-hmm. that teaching type of... Uh, thought and mm-hmm. then eventually assignments were coming over right and like they said just just keep them in that routine but it, she was getting frustrated because you know think about it we're all home mm-hmm. she, and and just like us like <laughs> somebody else has to be out there if not there's a couple hundred the same way You've lost track of what day of the week it yeah, is. Yeah, and she and, kept insisting it was the weekend. Yeah. Like, literally, like, every day, insisting that it was the weekend. And she was very, very upset that... <laughs> that we were making her work weekends yeah, all the time. Yeah, that we were ma- making her work weekends. And that and her work was considered, you know, because we have her do, um, you know, a lot of the chores in the house. Like, she has to cook dinner. She has to clean the bathrooms. <laughs> she has... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but she does. She does like she clears. Helps me clear the table. She helps me cook dinner. She helps with she, garbage. Yeah, and, she yeah. helps with the garbage and like just you know things that I think a seven year old should be able to do. Um, I'm raising her to be a functioning adult one day. So, yep. um, so she does a little of that stuff. So she piled all of that, you know, all of that just regular chores into like her schoolwork so it was like work 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 and she was like screaming and hollering and you know (laughs) stomping her feet and all you do is make me work and look at you you don't get dressed all day (laughs) and i have to get dressed and you know or i watch tv while i get dressed as part of my routine which she did when she used to take the bus (laughs) but now she thinks it's like uh, she can watch like several episodes of whatever she finds on youtube or yeah so the poor kid was just all messed up and um, so Rob saw the distress and he, you know, of course, probably figured it was me, um, you know, and just a mother daughter kind of like, you know, little clash, little so. clashes. And so he took over Yep. <laughs> and he walked out. So he took over on a Monday and he walked out at lunchtime on that Monday. And I was still okay. Yeah, this uh, is a little challenging, but <laughs> and then by we'll get through it. By two o'clock, he told me that she was unteachable. <laughs> that day, and then I tried again. I got back on the horse the next day, and then by Friday of this week, she was sitting here, and I said, "You know what? I'm hoping that there's a way we can transfer you out of this school." 
<laughs> and and as of early this week, we've had some bouts. Yeah, but I- and I mean, I'll sit here jokingly. I'll sit. That's it. Um, you're you're headed down the office in a minute if this keeps up. <laughs> I swear you're headed to the office or you're getting detention. But I did speak so. to her teacher, and she was very gracious. And um, you know, so I think it worked better this week, though I really do. I find that you know, if you if there was something that you needed assistance with, I was able to jump in. And we don't really know how the structure, I mean, they've kind yeah. of laid out, oh, here's the structure from school, but we don't know like time mm-hmm. as far as what do they learn this during this time. I mean, mm-hmm. we're trying to get back to that mm-hmm. and it's tough because we don't yeah. know. So our heart goes out to all of you who are homeschooling. And some are doing Zoom and all that. And yeah. whatever you're doing, yeah. you're doing the very best you can and just know that. And on the other end, they are too. Yeah, exactly. So everybody's trying to muddle through this together, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so... Muddling through, but it's it's been, um, I think this last week and this week were a little bit better for me and mm-hmm. you and, and in developing a routine. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know why these people require breakfast, lunch, and dinner <laughs> every single day. But, you know, so that's another, that's another thing. Like, I, I really had a well, and I'm, I'm, I am going to toot my own horn, but I had a pretty well-oiled machine here um, as far as, you know, I used to put myself down and think I wasn't, you know, living up to the standards. But um, as far as getting, you know, things in a routine, it, it was pretty good. And for a couple of weeks, though, it really got thrown off. And it wasn't like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like when you go on vacation where there's like, oh, yeah, you know, willy-nilly and you kind of throw off your routine. This was like, where am I? Well, we were still adjusting yeah. the first couple weeks. Now was, it's just annoying. I was just, <laughs> I don't know. I was just very disillusioned. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, and I try because I do have anxiety. I was trying very hard to not listen to the news or um, especially watch, you know, the different news um as far as the national news, I just completely won't do that. You know, just try to stick to local stuff. But it was just like too much, you know, really, really too much. So I think when I finally realized that it can't, I can't go on any longer like this, you know, I was having anxiety. Mm-hmm. I was having big bouts of it where, you know, like I just, you didn't know, I didn't know which end was up, you know, trying to be a perfectionist in all of it. Everything was out of control. You know, and you have these dreams, you know, I don't know about you, but um, I had these dreams of like, oh, if I ever got the time, Hmm. I would scrub my baseboards and -hmm. I would clean those little nooks and crannies and I would declutter everything. And, you know, I would paint and I would do all this stuff. And I'm like, nope, I don't want to do anything. We've had one hell of a list that we came up with early (laughs) on. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And you know what? Eventually... I think I told you, I said, you know what? Let's just get through this. Yeah. I mean, if we if we do a few things, mm-hmm. we do a few things. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let's try to get this uh, through this bout in one piece, not just physically, but mentally as well. Because it, it does take a toll. That was the biggest part was the mental. And I don't remember where I read this or heard this, but... Um, There was something about how we have these basic needs and the basic needs are, you know, food and shelter and and a cell phone. Um, But you have these basic needs and it's food and shelter. And our shelter, because we can't leave our homes 
you know, because we're not used to not being able to just go at will. Mm -hmm. And then our food. And when you have to go to a grocery store and you have to worry about the person behind you or is the food contaminated or, you know, is there something going on or am I limited or when I go and I can't get the basic things that I need, you know, like toilet paper, tissues, paper towels, cleaning products, that really messes with your head. So I think that that's where, you know, I can see a lot of people, you know, were living like that fight or flight. Like they were. Hello. (laughs) Right. Us. I'm. Yeah. What what if somebody uh, stopped by um, socially distanced (laughs) the other day as we were sitting outside here just to get out of the house, but in a safe, you know, like air out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody had come by. And like we said, some people. I don't know if they just don't get it. It's like an entire family goes to the store. Mm-hmm. These aren't the times for that right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I said, somewhere, I think we've gone from like some people don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Other people are very extreme about it. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us lay in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we see the thing. I mean, And like somebody said, unless this has directly touched your family, you really don't buy it. Mm-hmm. And I have seen situations. And I know people who work in the, in the health industry and in healthcare. We've seen it. Right. We've right. heard about it. Right. And like, and, and, like you said, mm-hmm. um, but this getting back to what this person said, it was a situation of, well, guess what? There's one person assigned to the family that's going to go out. Right. And who is that, Patricia? That's you, Rob. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't want to see anything happen to them. And I'm such a germaphobe under normal circumstances that, uh, I mean, I have like the latex gloves, but you know, people are making fun of those. Right. But in all sincerity, I have a system. Stuff that could be contaminated, I will use one glove. So I guess Michael Jackson was a trendsetter, if you think about it. I have one glove and one hand. So there's certain things I'll use a hand for, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. other things I'll use for a glove. So that way I'm not like, because somebody brought up a point. If you have gloves on both hands, if you contaminate it, it's no different than having it on your hands. Right, exactly. So, but I mean, it's it's, it's a little different. It really is truly different because Mm -hmm. you run into a scenario where, um, for instance, I'll shop our local Aldi. And I'll go up. I try to go up when there's hardly anybody there. And it's it's like a different world now, especially with everyone with masks. And and some people don't respect that space. Mm-hmm. It's it's very... Uh, how how did, would you explain at that time I called you? Unnerving. You, you were an absolute wreck. I, absolute I was wreck. breaking out in a sweat. It yeah, was, you, were, you were definitely having a full-blown panic attack. Because the thing, too, is you're looking for stuff, and some things yeah. are there, some things aren't. And yeah. I have to, I'll tell you, Aldi's doing a very good job under yeah. the circumstances, and a lot of the other stores as well. But, but if, if at all possible, you know, we do Walmart pickup, which has been very good. They've been, you know, yes. they don't have a lot, though. And um, especially, like you know, fresh meats and things like that. So we do, yeah. you you know, go to our local butcher, but that's a couple, a couple times um, a month we've been going to, you know, our local butcher and then and pick up what you need and pick like up maybe what we a need. two and be, packages. Yeah, or... And we've been creative, you know, too. I've been creative and, and as far as making meals and what I've been doing too is making like three big meals in one day. And then we have them for the next, you know, like 
six meals. So we have them for bre- for um, lunch and dinner. So that's that's really helpful, you but know. The, the thing with the store is the fact of the social distancing too. To just to witness it, especially when you have anxiety or have had anxiety, it's like it looks like a runway strip. Mm-hmm. Six feet. Mm-hmm. There's another sticker on the floor. Six feet. Six feet. Six feet. And shows it in different directions. And it's like, I got this mask on. I can't breathe. It's kind of like hot in here. I just want to get the heck out of here as uh... quick as I can. It, it's really, it's a lot. And, and I know there's a lot of people out there that uh, are going through that too. But again, just as we've we've said in the past, it's like the weather. Yeah. You know, this is gonna this is gonna pass. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's it is a heavy storm. It really is a heavy storm, but like it is, it is thought and it is going to pass. And, um, but you have to be gentle with yourself. Um, you have to have some self-compassion. I actually was able to somehow find a self-compassion course. That's, um, a free course that I'm taking through a local psychologist and it's, it's wonderful, you know, and it has really helped me the last couple of weeks. As far as we meet, you know, we meet on Zoom, which is cool. And um, and I just want to encourage anybody just, you know, if you can find those little courses, there's a lot of them that are free. There's a lot of them that are reduced cost. And do what, you know, you think you need to do to make yourself comfortable. And, um, you know, something that I started doing, too, was just going back to basics. And some of the basics are getting up and getting dressed. (laughs) So that's a big deal. Um, I might have to throw my pants away at the end of this because I keep wearing the same three pair of pants Um, and washing them, of course. But um, our laundry is caught up, which is really incredible. So thank you, Rob. Um, But but as far as getting up and getting dressed, you know, brushing your teeth, washing your face, um, you know, getting getting, you know, a shower, washing your hair, um, you know, putting on you know, your favorite perfume, even, you know, just to get yourself or your cologne or, you know, shaving your face. I know a lot of people can't get haircuts. Um, I'm sporting my, my winter white in my hair. (laughs) I call them my winter highlights. Um, So they look lovely. I have like an almost skunk stripe now. That was something I saw either, I think it was Facebook or something. Somebody brought up a point. They said there's a terrible epidemic going on other than this COVID. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of blondes that all of a sudden have dark roots. (laughs) (laughs) So I found that humorous. I have dark roots, but I have, (laughs) but I have like the little silver, silver stripe. Um, But yeah, so getting dressed, I think that that has really helped me. I know I've, I've, um, you know, subscribed to the fly lady back in 2000 when we were first married. And um, I really, she's right. Get up, get dressed, just shoes. Um, You know, that way you're not, you know, even though you're working or whatever you're doing, you're not feeling so low. You know, making your bed, tidying, you know, going around and, you know, just straightening up, not necessarily doing a major project. That's been, you know, that's something that I had to stop myself from, like thinking like I'm not as productive as I, I should be. But there's no rule book. We've said that before, that there's no rule book. So stop beating yourself up about that. Um, So yeah, so the motivation might be low or the motivation might be high. So just use that, you know, whichever way you're floating that day, in my opinion, just go with it. Um, As far as the anxiety, like I said, I did have anxiety. 
Um, and it comes and it goes. It ebbs and flows. It really does. Like today was a great day. Today I would consider, you know, I didn't really have it. But again, every day is different. And even when I do have it, I know that it'll pass. So that's been very helpful. Um, going back to the tools that I have, you know, that I know of, listening to different podcasts, listening to different YouTube channels, um, you know, reaching out, connection. That's a really big thing too. We made sure that, you know, we're we're connected, um, you know, via, um, what? <laughs> What is it called? FaceTime with the grandparents. Oh, yeah. So that's been very helpful. You know, Hannah's been talking to a lot of her friends on um, FaceTime, and that's been, you know, annoying, but <laughs> only because she wants to do do it when she's supposed to be doing schoolwork. So, um, but that's that's been a big deal, you know, us connecting with our friends and colleagues. And um, that's, you know, you, you just have to do what, what feels right. And reaching out to our neighbors, um, people in need, you know, trying to, I know there's there was a big feeling of, for me, of be, feeling helpless and wanting to do something. So that's another thing. Do what you can do in your capacity, um, whether it be monetary or helping someone, you know, with groceries. That's that's really it just makes you feel good, you know, when you can help somebody in that way. And it's good to be kind. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that I've noticed that that has come out of this is, yeah, there's those goofs out there, the jerks that you're going to run into in this thing. I mean, that's how it is in life. But but they're they're hopefully outshined by all the great things and the great deeds, and of course Patricia and I, Patricia more so than I, but get uh, teary eyed <laughs> about a lot of the ads you see and a lot of the things that are going on. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a local uh, car dealership that has taken their they can't sell cars by law as of right now, as of this airing. So what they're doing is they've cleaned out their dealership floor and turned it into a makeshift grocery store and they're stocking it for those who may not be able to afford groceries now because we're out of work right now right so right and they served i think like 600 people and that's amazing and and they do it continuously there's other there's there's a great caterer in our area who has gone above and beyond because his level of kindness is just it's just you know, it's at a different tier. I mean, the, initially this started out and uh, there was a problem with the local Meals on Wheels. They were not going to be able to operate because of the fact that they can't be close or what have you. So to assist them. And he he also makes it a point, if anybody needs help, he's, he's willing to be there. He will deliver. Um, he came up with something involving cards to give to the people Mm -hmm. because many people with meals on wheels they either have family that can't come to them at Mm -hmm. this point Mm -hmm. or they're alone sometimes i mean i remember when i used to help with meals on wheels they used to say sometimes that person is the only person that that uh, individual sees in a day so um, just some great things that go on and and that's the thing Um, if if we get anything out of this situation yeah, there's jerks, but, but, and this is a big but, there are so many people that get it. Mm-hmm. 
there's there's such kindness. There's so many more people that get it. You know, exactly. You only hear about the jerks because it, it's it's sensationalized and, and yeah. it, it you know creates news. And sometimes you see it, but then you see the good stuff. But you do, you do. And, and that's one thing I I enjoy out of this. Mm-hmm. If anything can be enjoyed out of this situation, is the kindness of of others and and, and the help that's being done. And I only deleted you on Facebook once. <laughs> So that's not bad, Rob. That's still a current status, isn't it? Yeah, it is current. It is still current. Well, no, but, you didn't. You didn't unfriend me. You you also blocked I me. I blocked you. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm seeing you every day. Like, really? What the heck? <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, no, legit, legitimately, yeah. Um, yeah, just so, once. Yeah, but I mean, it was a legit. It was a le- legitimate fight. <laughs> all right we're still talking <laughs> there's never such a thing as a legitimate fight. <laughs> our fights are truly stupid but at the time they make perfect sense they to sure us, they I do guess. just like everyone else's <laughs> and, and, and that's another meme you see on the internet too when this is all said and done you know will there be a will there be a a, a run-on for uh for like lawyers yeah i know such? i know and that's but, you know and if it is the case that's you know our heart goes out to you you know too. yeah too, but um, that yeah, we're not doing that. That won't be the case no. with us. No, no, you're stuck with me, <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> but I just I try to remind myself that everything is okay, you know. And like when we say the new normal, um, I don't think life was normal before this. I I think it was just life, and there was you know good and there was bad and you know there was ups and there was downs. Um, but I think it's teaching for me. And I think it's for you too, Rob, is, you know, what's truly important, um, you know, the, the togetherness um, and some things that I'm not going back to when this is over. When the doors open up and we're able to leave again, there's things that I'm not going to do. Um, I don't know. <laughs> One what... of them will be stay home long term. Right? <laughs> I don't know what that's going to look like, but I know that there's some things that, you know, just aren't important to me anymore and um so i think to um the connection and the reaching out and realizing who's really important in our lives has been very big um and then this like as far as self-love self-compassion self-care um those have been some huge things for me and for us, and I tried to, you know, push that on on us um, as far as, you know, keeping our triangle, making sure that you're okay, I'm okay, and Hannah's okay. And like they say, put on your, you know, put on your oxygen mask first, and then that way you can take care of everybody else. So that's been, that's been a big, a big deal for us, making sure that we're okay. And I think that's important for everybody to, to hear, you know, make sure that you're okay and then you can worry about the rest because you're, you can't be any good if you're not good to yourself. Yeah, try to make this a time of reflection. I agree. I know, I know it's a, it's a it, like we said, unprecedented times. If we could start a drinking game for every time you heard <laughs> unprecedented times or in this time. Well, hey, yeah, just. Um, so hopefully nobody's <laughs> already like uh, three sheets of the wind now by the time this is over. But, uh, but seriously. Make this a time of reflection. I mean, granted, we have a little extra time here, even when, you know, 
even if you are still working at mm-hmm. home or what have you, there is still that extra time. You know, like I said, this is probably the best commute I've ever had in a long time. <laughs> but at the same time, it's still it's still challenging. It is. And it is. there's a lot of people out there like that and a lot of people who don't have the luxury right now of working. And there are people out there who are essential. They are. And we thank all of you. We absolutely do. Down to uh, to the gas station attendants, mm-hmm. um, the grocery store worker, the EMTs, the uh, the, bank tellers. the police, the firemen, the the bank tellers, uh, nurses, doctors, all mm-hmm. all staff. You mm-hmm. know, somebody's going to clean those facilities also. Yep. And uh, yeah. and it is it's kind of a war zone depending upon where you are in this country right mm-hmm. now. Some people may not believe it, but it is. But I'll tell you when when I did have to take my loved one to the emergency room. Um, or pick pick that person up. I can't even. Oh my goodness, it's all blurring together. But it was a war zone. You know, it looked to me like I imagine it to have been. You know, when there was like a catastrophe. You know, because there is the mm-hmm. tents, and then there's the yep. the instructions, and you know all the signage, and just you know, go here, don't go here. Yeah, and I was at like, at this point. I like for me, I was frightened to like to look at it. And I mean, I know that there's people that are a lot stronger that can handle that. And that's why God has given them that that job. But um, but what I am enjoying, too, is the stillness. There's been a lot of stillness. Um, (laughs) There's been a lot of chaos. But there's also times where I see, like Amy Johnson had said, my true nature my true stillness, just watching some of the thoughts ebb and flow. And that's been really beautiful to observe. So I think that taking that time, and I I mean, I am so grateful that I did have, you know, all of the anxiety and stress that I had, and then learning the tools, because I don't know where I would be if I don't, if I didn't have those tools. Yep. You know, like, so I'm able to sit back here and I'm able to say that, you know, uh, besides the a global pandemic, <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of other things that have occurred, just everyday things mm-hmm. or, you know, professional things or personal things that have happened. And we're still standing. Who would have thought it would be acceptable to walk into a store with a mask on? Yeah. <laughs> you That's know, true. it's it's a vision for those and those who go out know this when yeah. you're the designated one. Yeah, it's and when you actually go places, and I'm like, can I go with you? I'm like, I get in the car like I'm the dog, and I'm like looking around everywhere because I just want to get out. Like I just want to like, you know, go because I'm I'm a rule follower, and they they say um, like where we are, like you really on no unnecessary travel. And I follow. Groceries, and I follow. And yep. I follow that. And we do. So I don't go for a ride. Like we used to go for a ride into the mountains because we're where we live is um, a valley, and we live in a very beautiful area. So we have a ton of mountains and a ton of farm area, and you know, just like minutes away. So we would go, and we would just like look around and, and go up to the mountains and stuff. But we can't just go on idle rides, really. Um, I mean, people do. But mm-hmm. I, like I said, yeah, but I won't. Yeah, we're, we're the rule followers. <laughs> so, you know, so it's like, you're like, I'm going to go, the, you know, I have to go get gas or whatever. And I'm like, you're oh, let me go. The, you'll see me at the store and that's it. And yeah. it's only if I have to go. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're walking in the neighborhood too. We've been, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking a little walk in the neighborhood and stuff Just like avoid that. everybody. Just don't look at anyone. It's, not, it's like those movies, like when you see somebody come, jump in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, you know, some closing words sure. that I want to say, like, I think, you know, I, I know that this is a very anxious time and some of the advice that I could give from having been there, um, is take it one day at a one moment at a time really i don't even want to say day i want to say moment take it one moment at a time know that what you're thinking is going to change whatever that thought is that's coming through is going to flow out um you do not have to do anything to make it change when you do start getting that anxious feeling those anxious thoughts you feel like the anxiety is getting very high let it flow. That's a big deal is just to let it flow. Um, don't pick it up. Don't carry it. <laughs> don't take it away. Um, you know, and don't beat yourself up. If you do have a panic attack, if you do have an anxiety attack, look and see what resources you can find. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff online. There's also a lot of stuff that can help you with households you know, things. If you need find um, to find like a local grocery store that will drop stuff off on your porch, do that. It's worth, a, you know, a, a family member said it was like $5 for delivery, $13 for delivery. That's worth it. To me, I know a lot of people don't have, you know, a lot of the resources and a lot of the money but maybe there's a friend that you can reach out to that could drop something off to you. We were very blessed to have had a friend drop off masks for us. Um, you know, so, you know, ask for your, ask for help. I know that that was a big deal for me when I had anxiety and was isolating, um, was not asking for the help that I needed. But I think reaching out, um, telling a loved one, telling a friend, telling a neighbor, um, you know, I really need some support here. I really need some help. I don't think there's any shame in that. And I think this is a perfect opportunity to do that. I think this is a gift um, in a way. And if you look at it as a gift, I think you're going to see the silver lining in it. Because um, there is time right now. There's time to connect. There's time to be resourceful. And I think we're given this opportunity um, you know, to show our true resilience. And um, so that's really all I want to say. Um, I know that that this whole thing may look different to me in 10 minutes, just like it will look different to you in 10 minutes. But I think if you keep going back, you're strong, you're here for a reason. And I wish you nothing but health and, um, you know, safety and please stay home if you're supposed to. And if you need any help, please reach out because we are here. We are a good listening ear. We can give you advice. We can give you some resources that you may need. And even through this unprecedented time, go ahead, take a drink. Um, for those <laughs> who are, are following that process now, um, all I have to close with quickly is, is, again, although we're in the situation we are in, 
we still have that ultimate potential for new year, better you. Yeah. So just because the year may be a little uh, off kilter, I guess is the best way to put it, um, you still have that, that ability. You can still be the best you that you got to be. And uh, and make sure you're 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 looking out for you, and and those that you love. So, I guess we've taken up enough of your time today, and uh, we will return though. So, until next time, I'm Rob, and I'm Patricia, and this is our imperfect life. <laughs>